Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog, and this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, favorite food content. And today we are talking about what it means to be a vegan who eats cheese socially. Whatever that means. It's a new kind of label that we're exploring, not for ourselves, um, but on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Devin, do you want to explain why we're talking about this? Yeah. So, this is a tweet, all inspired from a tweet from someone named Ginny Hogan. And we should add the disclaimer that she is a comedian. So, this whole tweet could just be like a funny bit. Yeah. Either way, like with most of our discussions, we are taking it very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) And so she tweeted out, is Los Angeles okay? I just met a vegan who ate cheese socially. And so this this tweet has 11,000 likes, 212 quote tweets, and 590 retweets, and a lot of replies, which might be shocking. Like, who, who would have something to say about that? <laughs> but also, what you were saying is... A lot of the replies are actually pretty interesting to read. Yeah, like it was a lot more diverse of opinions than I was expecting. So I was expecting either like two things, either a bunch of vegans coming in and being like, they're not vegan, like policing the whole thing, or a bunch of like meat eaters in quotes, omnivores being like, that's ridiculous type thing, like both being negative. (laughs) Right. And I mean, those are definitely in there. I yes. mean, there's a lot of replies in there but there was also a lot who were like no yeah I kind of do a little bit of this or I do a variation of this or like this kind of makes sense to me or this is why it it, it doesn't make sense but I also kind of get it and so like reading through it I was just like wow there's just like a lot of ways it just got me thinking about like labels and yeah. veganism and everything so I sent it to Catherine and then I we, laughed yes big <laughs> lols <laughs> So now we got to talk about it. Yes. Okay. So where, let's just like dive into it. Where do you land on eating cheese socially and calling yourself a vegan? It's weird. (laughs) I don't know. Like what part? I don't know. I don't know. It's just, there's something weird about it. And we briefly talked about this before actually this podcast too. But like, there's something weird about somebody self-labeling themselves as a vegan, but then purposely choosing to consume an animal product i don't know it's just there's something strange why anyone would want to do that like why are they like why would you want to call yourself a vegan (laughs) no it's not even that it's just like i don't like what is the purpose of doing that i don't really understand but also like what also confused me is that there is a term for what this person is and it's a vegetarian Yeah, so when you say, like, what's the purpose of saying it like this, you're really saying, why aren't you just saying you're vegetarian? Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with what this person's doing. I think it's great that this person does not eat meat if this person actually exists, which, I mean, even if this exact person does, and clearly people agree with it, so people like this exist. (laughs) Yeah. But, and there's nothing wrong. I think it's great to see people eat less meat if they're only eating cheese, and whatever socially means, I assume it's semi-infrequent I don't know but like I think it's great that someone's choosing not to eat meat on decreasing it but like 
there's already a term for that and nothing's wrong with the label vegetarian why can't you use that i don't know i do like how when we discussed this at first we got really stuck on the word socially yeah. and when you say that like just that sentence alone like we don't really understand what socially means well that's a whole deeper problem that we're trying to deal with <laughs> yeah like when we were discussing this earlier because like socially i think means so many different things to so many different people that like like to me socially would mean like you're going out to eat or you're at a friend's house like anytime you're entertaining type thing you're like with people to me that's what socially means but like to some people it could mean something completely different and also the level of social this person is really determines I think they're like if they're going out for dinner every night and so they're eating cheese once a day like to me I don't think that's I think that's a little weird to call yourself a vegan if you're eating cheese daily (laughs) but like they could be social and go out like twice or once every two months then okay you're having cheese like once every eight weeks that's not a lot of cheese yeah yeah because that's another thing that like I think I probably saw it in a reply too was like well if this person again we don't know what the word socially means but if this person eats vegan 99% of the time and then there's that 1% where they might have some cheese because of a social situation they're in can they still call themselves vegan and to me like 99% like that's a passing grade for me (laughs) so 99% would be like what eating uh eating whatever the insert product here like three to four times a year based on how many days there are in a year oh you mean like what does that 1% stand for yeah yeah, I think so. Like, actually mathing it to a precise-ish number. It's like three to four, like once a quarter. <laughs> yeah, and like, I know for some other types of things where you might be like, oh, I'm flexible on how much I, I don't know, break some other label, right? Mm-hmm. It could be more serious. But like, f- to me, 99% of the time you're vegan, you eat a plant-based diet. Yeah sure go ahead call yourself vegan or plant-based because like at that point it's really just easier and i'm not here to like get i'm not here to be the vegan police basically and honestly like if it's 99 percent of the time where it's like three to four days a year i'm probably eating just as many animal products as you accidentally so right yeah (laughs) like whoopsies (laughs) but also but like this is a thing that like we're assuming so many things about this like to me socially doesn't mean 99% of the time because I find like to me if someone says oh I drink socially or I do this socially I say more often than not it's like a once a week thing or once every two weeks thing so like how often is too much to call yourself a vegan still well that percentage (laughs) (laughs) like percentage wise (laughs) like because like if you actually do break it down to percentage, if it's once a week, that's one out of every seven days. Like, that's pretty frequently. That's a lot. No, right? for sure that's a lot, yeah. I just forget how social people can be, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's two very antisocial people. <laughs> Maybe not the best person to answer this or discuss this. But, like, so that's the thing. It's, like, where is, the, like, is there a line where all of a sudden you have to be, like, like, and again, I think for me, there's one word missing and making this statement fine is just mostly Mm -hmm. just say you're mostly vegan and that's fine yeah but like and again I like I really don't want to be the vegan police but I do still think words matter a little bit and again really depends on the situation yeah and like also saying mostly vegan 
to a certain extent, you might as well say vegetarian. Mm -hmm. But then I think it also maybe depends on where you are. Maybe in LA. I don't know. Like, I saw one reply that was like, yeah, this was me when I was vegetarian and feeling bad about not being a vegan. <laughs> like, there was guilt associated with, like, wanting to be that level of not eating animal products, but just not quite being able to get yourself there just because it's it's tough to give up these foods that you like, right? And so they felt bad about it. So, like, yeah, I was vegetarian and feeling guilty about it. Like, I understand that. Like, I understand that from, like, a personal level. But what I don't understand is, like, if you're feeling guilty, why not instead being, like, just say vegetarian and say, I'm trying to work on cutting out cheese. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's different ways than just straight up almost lying. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, trying to, like, bend the truth. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it's not going to like, if you're feeling guilty about not being fully vegan, you calling yourselves a vegan who socially eat cheeses changes nothing. You're still just eating cheese. It just changes what other people perceive of you. Yeah. And like all of this just leads back to like the weight that all of these labels hold. Yeah. Whether positive or negative. Because like, I mean, there are times when I'm like, I don't really want to be called vegan. It's just like which is like the most interesting thing about this is because i feel like we've always discussed not liking the label but then you go to the other side like the other side of this continent in la and they're all like no 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 people want to be called vegan so they're calling themselves vegan who socially eats cheese it's like a status thing it's weird it's the weirdest thing but i also and then we've also discussed this earlier i think it would be a completely different story like everyone would have a completely different reaction i think if this if this hypothetical person said i'm a vegan who socially eats chicken yeah like honestly the use of cheese in this scenario is kind of like the perfect debate point because it's kind of really that middle thing where it's pretty bad because it's like a lot of dairy but it's also like it's not the animal part it doesn't like people don't immediately associate cheese with death yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so you're right if it had been any item like on either in either direction like further into like being animal product or further kind of like away from being obviously animal products it would be a different discussion and i also do feel like it's also shaped by culture in the sense like cheese is one of those things that everyone just universally likes for the most part um and so i wonder too even like going to finding that really universally liked meat like what if someone said i'm vegan but socially i eat bacon so it's not just chicken but it's bacon so like it's just it's the most it's like it's hard because to me so like i almost think saying i socially eat bacon is better than saying i socially eat cheese really and it's because i think about how often people eat foods i Mm. think to me, and maybe I'm completely wrong because I haven't eaten meat in so long, but I didn't eat bacon that much, and even though I really enjoyed bacon. Like, I think bacon is something that you maybe have for breakfast, you maybe have on the occasional burger, whatever it is, but cheese is something you can have at every single meal. Yeah, although a lot of social situations could involve bacon. Bacon on pizza, yes. bacon on a burger, bacon, like, at a restaurant, right? Yeah, but, like, I'm, like... It's so funny that, like, it's the exact same sentiment, but everything changes no matter which ingredient you put in. Like, I feel like if someone said, if the if the sentence, I mentioned this earlier to you, too, if the sentence was, I'm vegan, but I socially eat mayonnaise, I don't think anybody would have an issue. 
yeah, it just seems like way less controversial or extreme. And I think too, like I would totally, like if it had been I socially eat chicken or bacon, I would have been like, mm, that's a little bit too much for me. <laughs> yeah, that's just, you're still an omnivore. <laughs> you can't pass on that 99%. Mm-mm, that's not a passing grade. So that actually is a good question. So if it was the 99% where it was like once every quarter, once every three months, you have X ingredient. So if it was cheese and chicken, same amount of times, once every three months, this person has a chicken dinner. Once every three months, this person has cheese on their burger or whatever it is. It's still different if it's chicken. I think so. It's still, you still can't call yourself a vegan. I think so. Because like to me, I don't know. This is 100% just like how I yeah. am seeing it and rationalizing it in my main, my mind. Chicken is like more of a slippery slope back towards meat than cheese would be back towards meat and more animal hmm. products in your diet. Interesting. Does that actually make sense though? Or that's just what I'm thinking? I don't know. I almost kind of think of it the opposite way. Because oh. I feel like to me... And again, I could be completely wrong in overthinking this, but like to me, no, I we think, are both overthinking oh, it. That's the whole point. <laughs> this comedian's joke. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think when I think of like somebody who says they eat chicken every three months, maybe that once every three months is enough for them to get their chicken meat craving. And they don't do that slippery slope where they're like, oh my God, I miss this so much or I miss this. But then cheese isn't the same as meat. Like you still sometimes like you could have all the cheese in the world, but still be like, oh my god I miss like a juicy piece of meat or whatever so I almost kind of feel like eating and again if you can go without meat I'm not condoning eating meat I'm not saying (laughs) eat meat but I will say that I do I have this feeling that like if somebody ate chicken once every three months it's less of a slippery slope back into other meats because you kind of hit that craving right yeah yeah oh man it could really uh it could go either way for me I don't know (laughs) yeah and again i guess like also when you look at let's look at again ex-vegans the people who go into who were vegan go Mm. back to being not vegan usually they start with fish or something like that maybe it actually is a slippery slope to start introducing meats because usually they start with fish and it doesn't end with fish normally and yeah and you know what it also made me think like what if that socially thing had been eggs Mm mm-hmm there's so many different scenarios and I don't like I think if you ask the activist vegan the ethical vegan every single one of them I really don't think there'd be a single one every single one would just say you're not vegan yeah and it also like some one of the replies I think also begged the question was maybe it's because they're vegan for environmental reasons or for some other reason like it's not related to the animal so that's how it's like there's that disconnect there would be that and i think this is an like again i have not dived deep into the definition of veganism but i also (laughs) think like from listening to like activist vegans and ethical vegans a lot of people will say you can't be vegan unless you're vegan for ethical reasons meaning animals right if you're like you can go plant-based like that's that difference between terms of plant-based and vegan if you're if you're eating let's just say vegan because it's the common thing if you're eating vegan for your diet or for whatever the reason is outside of animals and like murdering then I think 
people would say, no, then you're just plant-based. You're not vegan. It's that, it's the difference between like, no, I'm not, I'm not eating meat because I don't believe in killing these animals. It's also beneficial for the environment and this and this, but my main reason is for the animals. And that's what the, I guess, technical definition of vegan is. And that's where I think people would be like, even if your reason is for the environment, which is still a great reason to not eat meat, you still shouldn't call yourself a vegan you're technically plant-based that's mm. like i think where the ethical uh activism type vegan would argue on okay i've never heard the definition talked about that way like usually when i think of the difference between plant-based and vegan it's oh everything in your life is free from animals right like no leather no mm-hmm. other products and especially like probably no palm oil or anything like that too yeah. right it gets like really really specific yeah which i think both are true i think there's still some working out of the definitions because i do think like i think in the 90s it wasn't like it was not a thing like being vegan was a thing and there was vegan diets and plant-based diets but like it wasn't much of a social thing to talk about it and classify things and figure out definitions and I feel like it's still so new because like there's even like there's products that call themselves plant-based and then have egg in them which like by definition there's no way that can be plant-based because eggs don't come from plants (laughs) that's where I think like there's still so much confusion I think around the two terms and what they actually truly mean yeah yeah and like also sometimes when I just zoom out on all of this I'm like this is so silly why are we getting so hung up on all these terms like they do matter but also like they they really don't like eat eat and make choices as best you can to like reduce your harm on animals and reduce your harm on the environment and all that but like when we get so hung up on all these definitions it sounds so silly yeah i think from what i've heard and what i've read i think one of the concerns about someone being able to be like oh i'm vegan but then eats cheese socially is that they won't ever try to not eat cheese they're like oh i'm vegan i have that label already i don't need to work anymore i've got this um when ultimately it would be nice if most people didn't eat any animal products obviously i know that's not practical and possible for most people but like there will be people who can and i think the biggest concern about people being able to again like it's such a silly thing to talk about policing words <laughs> but like being people being able to say oh i'm a vegan but then eat cheese three nights a week when they go out to a burger place or whatever it is. I think like the worry is, and I kind of understand the concern is that people get complacent and they're like, oh, I'm, but I'm vegan. I just eat cheese three times a week, <laughs> but yeah. I'm vegan. There's, it's just so weird. Like, cause then there can be so many different, so there's like a million and a half variations of vegans then, I guess. There's a vegan who eats mayonnaise socially. There's a vegan who eats egg socially. It's like, you still have to like, give a little and be like you know what it's okay to use the word vegetarian there's nothing wrong with being a vegetarian (laughs) yeah and i feel like vegetarian used to be like the main term you heard for anybody who didn't eat a lot of animal products maybe they were vegan too but they you just heard vegetarian more often at least from what i was surrounded with yeah and so it's yeah they I think it's just the status thing that's come with veganism, but it is also interesting like in these replies to read about the different ways that people are handling social situations as vegans, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. because there's people who are like, yeah, I'm vegan, but when we go to somebody else's house, 
I will eat what they're serving to be polite and I'm not gonna expect them to make that includes like meat they didn't specify but they're like I'm not expecting them to make something special for me and all these things and they're like and it's rude to bring your own food and like all of that stuff I was kind of like is this really a thing because like one if you applied that theory to an allergy yeah you wouldn't be letting that you wouldn't be going in with that attitude and like since when is it weird to bring your own dish to add to the meal yeah i i didn't think that's a weird thing i also don't think it's weird to be like hey someone's having you for dinner just by the way i don't eat this and this i can understand that it's it can feel like you're putting them in a bad place but you can also like with that you can be like you know i don't want you to go too much trouble i'm happy to bring my own thing to contribute so that we make sure we have like because some people just aren't familiar with vegan cooking you also don't want to have to have to make people buy vegan butter if they don't need to and all this stuff and whatever because like those products can be expensive Mm -hmm. so i i don't know i i've never thought of it being as a weird thing to be like hey just so you know these are my dietary restrictions like no worries if you can't accommodate i'll bring something myself yeah like to me that feels more like something of the past yeah because a lot of there are just a lot more dietary restrictions in people's lives now not just veganism like there's gluten-free like people who are sensitive to gluten or people who are sensitive to dairy and mm-hmm. lactose that or aren't necessarily or... yeah and i mean allergies are not a new thing but like these kinds of dietary restrictions have existed for a long time but i think having the opinion or the feeling that going to somebody's house and having to impose your restrictions on them, even though you're not imposing, yeah. is just like a feeling of the past that I think we're mostly moving away from. And maybe this was just like an older person saying it. Yeah. And like they're having you over. Like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be mad if someone reached out to me. It was like, hey, by the way, like, thanks for inviting me to this dinner. I don't eat this and this. Like, I think it's weird to feel bad about your like I don't think anybody should feel bad about their food choices no matter what you do and that includes if you're a guest at a dinner party asking for like hey just so you know I don't eat this and this like I think like I I think it's it sucks to shape guilt around food even if it's not about the food itself it's about like inconveniencing a host like I think it sucks to shape like you don't want guilt anywhere around your food or your diet or anything like that Uh, it just creates a really crappy atmosphere around food yeah and I'm trying to think of like the social situations where you might kind of still feel that way so maybe if it's like a special dinner where there's some kind of like power dynamic or like hierarchy like maybe you're going to your boss's house for dinner Mm -hmm. like I would that would be more intimidating to deal with than just going to a friend or family members or like maybe you're going to meet a partner's parents or family for the first time that adds a level of like nervousness to it so like I get how there's like different varying levels of social situations where you might feel yes we can talk about this and other ones where you're like I'll just eat the vegetables that are on the table yeah I I I haven't done this often but I've even done it when I've eaten before going somewhere and then just nibbled on the small things that you can eat yeah I think it's something of the past because I also think more and more people are being familiarized with vegan and like like that thread kind of showed more and more people while not necessarily fully vegan are taking things out of their diet or eating less of certain things so I don't think it's weird to be like hey is it okay if this meal's vegetarian or you know or is it okay if there's an aspect of it to be vegetarian or do you want me to bring something I don't know I just think it's such a 
a thing of the past to be nervous to ask your host to accommodate because they're your host. Like, they invited you. I assume you didn't just show up. <laughs> like, it, it would kind of suck if you go to somebody who has no idea what, like, veganism is and just be like, hey, you need to provide me a meal. Yeah, that sucks. But, like, you could be like, hey, you know, just so you know, I don't eat this, this, and this. You know, these are certain things. If, if you're unsure, let me bring it. Like, I can absolutely bring something or I can send you a recipe or something like that. Yeah, I feel like usually I have just gone into the situation assuming like I'll bring I'll bring my protein or I'll bring like whatever supplementary dishes I need to complement this meal so that you don't have to worry. And then sometimes they'll come back with like, oh, no, no, no we got it covered. And I was like, yeah, okay. I don't know if I'm just like I'm probably very privileged in this sense, but I've never ever had to bring anything that like was necessary to bring for me to eat. I've always been very accommodated wherever I go even like Hutch's family's place like they also have like pescatarians in their family so they're used to having different meals and things like that so it's also it's been like I've never had an experience where I felt like I was inconveniencing somebody and I felt like I needed to like tiptoe around a conversation or feel awkward or whatever so I don't know maybe I'm just privileged in the sense that I have people who are willing to do that but (laughs) I think we probably both are too because like I even think about like what social situations like outside family that I'm in and like I I never feel like I'm around people where I have to worry about my veganism you know yeah but I think it's just because of the people that we've surrounded ourselves with and I think too like so many years into your veganism sometimes it takes me by surprise when people feel like veganism is complicated yeah And then I start thinking, am I making it look like it's complicated? Because like to me, it feels so easy. And I just, I want it to, I want to show how easy it can be. Yeah, I don't know. I just, the whole notion just confuses me. It just, it it really, like I can understand it. But I also just like, I don't don't know. Because like, I, I don't know. I just didn't, (laughs) I don't get it. I don't know. (laughs) And we haven't even talked about the fact that this is in Los Angeles, and is there an easier place to be vegan than right? LA? Maybe, I mean, I hear, uh, uh, where is it? Portland. Oh, obviously, yeah, Portland. <laughs> uh, Tel Aviv is also, I hear, a great place to be vegan. Oh, see, so, if, and so when it's in those types of places where you know the options are pretty abundant, then even more so, you're like, I mean, there's a lot of good options for you if you're looking for vegan cheese. But if you're like more in a small town, maybe more rural, it's harder to find some of these good products. That, I feel like we have to acknowledge that because that is a lot harder. Yeah, 100%. I even have one of my cousins is trying to eat more plant-based. But she moved back with her family through the pandemic and all this stuff that's going on. And like they live in a much smaller town than she lived in. And like she's trying to be... Uh, more plant-based and I was talking to her and she's like yeah I've just had to make all of the plant-based things at home instead so like she's making her own milk and like I think she said she made her own butter and I was like oh my goodness like I was literally like that is dedication I don't know if I would do that (laughs) I don't know either I don't know if I could like transition to vegan by doing in that, that situation yeah yeah but yeah I was just like I was so impressed I was like damn like that's impressive (laughs) that's a more situation where I'm like if you need to be like a flexitarian or a flexing yeah. vegan or 
Oh, I also saw the term freegan, where they're like, I'm oh. vegan, except if it's free food. I'm not going to yeah. turn down free food. Well, I, I have also heard, like, so, like, actually speaking of that, so what happens when it comes down to food waste? Mm. So, like, there's some people who, if they're buying food, it's vegan food. But if they find something in a dumpster that's going to be thrown out, or if there's something that's going to go to waste, they would rather save that food and eat it, no matter what it is, than it going to waste, because food waste is arguably just as bad as animal agriculture. So, like, there's also that, like, and but also, like, they are willingly using a different term anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I feel like if you are more vegan for the environment, then I could see the food waste being a very reasonable reason to, like, eat the food that might not be completely plant-based. Would you do it? I think, again, it depends what the food is. I don't know if I could do it with meat in any of these situations. Because I just... I think I would feel too icky. I could see myself if there's something about to go to waste that was good and could be donated, donating it or giving it to somebody else. But I, yeah, I don't think I could eat meat. No, I don't think I could do it with meat. I think, too, it's too much dairy. It's yeah. probably going to hurt my stomach. Yeah. I've also, I mean, technically speaking, I've done it with mayo in a sense when you get like oh, mayo yeah. on your burger accidentally. And I'm not just going to be like, hey, throw this out and give me a new one. So I just eat it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And see, like kind of going back to the whole like having cheese as the thing that you're eating socially, too. Like we kind of talked about how... There are some of those foods where the animal product or the animal item is like so small. Like to me, if you're at a social gathering where there's chips and snacks out and it's modified milk ingredients in those chips, that's to me, that's like a pretty, that that's like a pretty small infraction on your mm. veganism. Mm. So like, I don't know. I'm not saying I would do it, but I would encourage people to explore like that kind of flexibility in their veganism if it works better for you. Mm. Rather than not being vegan at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is such a small thing and like barely dairy at that point. And I know that that's a slippery slope and probably a bad way to look at it. But like also in the grand scheme of things, if everything else you're eating is plant-based, those chips are okay. I also... I agree, but again, I think it all comes down to frequency. Yeah. Like, if you're at a get-together twice a week with a bowl of chips, it's a, like, I know it's still chips and it feels small, but I'm like, that's still, like, that's a lot. That feels like a lot to be like, oh, it's it's just twice a week. <laughs> yeah, it, it would add up if it is, like, twice a week and it's always the same bowl of, like, non-vegan chips. And, like, there's good accidentally vegan chips. Yeah, and, and honestly, yeah, I mean, sweet chili Doritos. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, this all goes to say, like, we have this huge discussion. There's nothing wrong with not eating meat and eating cheese. If that's what works best for you, if that's the most you can do, if the most you can do is being vegan but eating chips that have modified milk ingredients, that is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's kind of what drew me to a lot of these replies and a lot of this discussion in the first place is that I just want to keep telling people to not try to be a perfect vegan, to not try to be vegan, just try to eat less animal products. I think what's best for everybody in the world is just eat as little animal products as you can, but you don't have to label yourself. Yeah, I would like, it's so much better to have a bunch of quote unquote imperfect or not completely vegan people than to have a smaller number of like i'm 
a perfect vegan. I never eat any animal products. Like we need the numbers. We need more numbers eating less animal products. I think right now a lot of the community is clouded by the labels over anything else. And I'm not saying like, again, this isn't me being like everybody should just be able to call themselves a vegan. Like, hi, I, I'm a I'm a vegan, but socially I eat a chicken dinner every night. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, imagine i'm a i'm a vegan from the hours of 9 a.m to 1 p.m breakfast and lunch yeah i it's not like again it's it's weird to say i don't know how else to say it's not like giving permission to use the label incorrectly but it's like giving permission to eat plant-based and not have to label yourself Mm -hmm. like you don't like it's fine to use those terms like i know vegan is an easy term to use if you go to a restaurant and be like hey but you don't have to say I'm a vegan. You can just say, do you have anything on the menu that's vegan or anything that can be made vegan? Like, I think the farther we get away from labeling ourselves, the better our world will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I feel like we keep kind of like contradicting that throughout this discussion. But it's because like at the heart of it, it's really not about the label. It's just about what you're actually doing. Yeah. Like, to me, this is the thing. I don't think people should label themselves if they can. But I think if you're going to label yourselves, it is best to label yourself as accurately as possible. (laughs) (laughs) That is where I stand. But I think ultimately, I think it's fine to just say, I eat mostly plant-based or I try and eat plant foods. I try and eat vegetables as much as I can. Whatever. Like, you don't need to give yourself a label. I do think, too, with the way things are going in the world, we're going to see more people making these choices about their food in relation to the environment than they are in relation to animal harm. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, the ocean is on fire. Yeah. BC is on fire. Yeah. There's towns literally burning. Yeah. So, like, the discussions around climate change are going to come back to food a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, if people are going to reduce their animal intake it's going to be for environmental reasons and so i think there is going to be more flexibility in the choices they make right yeah so i was thinking about it's literally be like once they're like in it for the environment that's when you come in with the animal rights (laughs) things they're already in a point where they're trying to be better (laughs) it can be a slippery slope that way too (laughs) i think we're both kind i mean Maybe less so you, but I think I'm evidence of that because I didn't go vegan because I didn't want to kill animals as terrible as that sounds, but I'm mm-hmm. staying vegan because of that. Like, it has now become the main reason. Yeah. I think most people that you'll meet didn't go vegan for the animals first. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's why we're going to see more of this, like, variety of how they interpret their veganism. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll it's 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 still such an interesting thing. Like, I don't know how I would react if someone said that to me in person. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing. It's one thing to also read it in a tweet and be like, oh, this person's probably hypothetical. I don't know who this person is. But like imagine somebody you knew comes up to you and is like, Oh my god, yeah, I, I'm actually vegan now too. Except oh, I eat cheese socially. Like, I don't know how i'd react in person and it might depend on how close i am to the individual but (laughs) i was gonna say it would definitely depend on the person but i want to say like the the good person inside of me or the nice person (laughs) inside me would just focus on well i'm glad to hear that you're eating mostly (laughs) plant-based yeah yeah let's just focus on that part yes yeah or maybe even be like 
say that stuff but also be like oh but you should also try this vegan cheese i think you'd Mm -hmm. really like it yeah 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 then we could talk about why you don't like cheese why don't like (laughs) vegan cheese (laughs) but yeah no i think it's such an interesting situation and i think i mean i think we need more people who don't eat meat and eat cheese socially or eat non-vegan socially only like i think the people like i really think if you're again like i think we live in a world that's never going to be entirely vegan but i think if we can do it to a set where like everybody eats vegan at home and then you go to a restaurant once a week and you're getting a burger or you're getting whatever i think that is like the ideal world we can get to yeah like again i so much more just want to focus on like these kind of happy mediums so like yeah and i would also love a world without labels yes get rid of them (laughs) I'm just eating to reduce harm to the environment. Oh, and also I'm reducing harm to animals now too. So no more social cheese for me. <laughs> no more social cheese. I can't. Maybe it just means they just eat cheese when it's presented to them on boards. Cheese well, boards. I mean, that is tough because that is like top tier cheese situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was a fun discussion though. Although oh, I do uh-oh. think... Well, I mean, like, look at vegan cheese. It's getting better and better every year. 100%. I actually think we are very close to some very good vegan cheese. I think we've gotten there on a lot of points. And I think once people start viewing vegan cheese just as different cheese rather than substitutes, I think the more people will be eating vegan cheese. So true. Yeah, that's that perspective. Like, I... this is a nice challenge for anybody who still eats cheese, even if you still eat meat, whatever, for the cheese aspect of it, because I do think that's a big barrier for a lot of people. If you still eat cheese and you're making a nice little cheese board, maybe make one of the cheeses on the board vegan and just see how it goes. Yeah. And like Catherine said, look at as it as just a different flavor, a different kind of cheese. You got your goat cheese, you got your brie, and you got your non-dairy cheese. It's just a yeah. different flavor. Maybe it's a different texture, but cheese has already come in all different flavors and textures anyways, and we accept all those. Exactly. So if you're looking for some great vegan cheese options, highly recommend checking out Nuts for Cheese. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hear Miyoko's is great. I've only had it a couple times, so I can't really speak to it, but I hear it's great. Yeah. Um, What else? Who else would you recommend? Applewood, if you have it near you. That's a good melty cheese for sure. Yes. I will say... It's not the best necessarily, but I think it's pretty darn good. The Daya Cheddar Block. I was just going to say, if you only have Daya, buy the block, not the others. Yes, not the others. (laughs) And then like as far as spreads go, if you ever liked, is it Borson? Oh my goodness. Yes. Like those little like herb and garlic. Yes. Kind of a creamy spreadable cheese. The vegan one is on point. It's the exact same. It's so good. Yeah. I have it in my fridge right now. It's so good. Me too. (laughs) I had it with, oh my God, highly recommend getting a baguette, spreading some on the baguette and then topping with bruschetta. Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh my God, yes. I did that the other day for dinner. So good. (laughs) I would like to socially eat boursin all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I socially eat vegan. Oh, and I eat vegan at home too. (laughs) I socially eat very expensive vegan cheese. Yes. That's the life. (laughs) I'm vegan and I socially eat super expensive vegan cheeses. Which is not, like, some of them are expensive and some of them are more reasonable. But but also so is dairy cheese. Exactly. Like, you can, like, Parmesan, a wheel of Parmesan cheese is like $1,000, so. Yeah, because it takes like a thousand years to make. I don't, I don't really know why people are like, 
hating on the cost of vegan cheese because cheese is expensive in general yeah you know what life is expensive (laughs) yeah so this is a good place to end on (laughs) yeah we ended this on a really positive note (laughs) Uh, this was a very fun way to look at this label though in all labels and the future of veganism actually got really intense yeah really i would love to hear what everybody else thinks keep it kind please (laughs) just in case I, I imagine most of our audience is a kind vegan, but just in case, putting that out there, keep it kind. Yeah, I think, I hope that we've tried to be open and respectful of different both sides people's. Of it. Yeah, exactly. Both sides of what you're eating. So yeah, and if there's also non-vegans that listen to this, would love to hear your perspectives too, because yes. you're kind of like going through it more than we are in a way, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, if you want to check out any of our vegan recipes, which are also vegan socially, you can find them at twomarketgirls.com or twomarketgirls on YouTube. And we are twomarketgirls on all the socials where you can DM DM us your thoughts. If you want to email us your thoughts, twomarketgirls at gmail.com. Subscribe and stay social. (laughs) From a distance. Oh, from a distance. Unless you're fully vaccinated. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Actually, still from a distance. Yeah.